When you have something to say, silence is a lie. This is the Wisdom Worth Knowing podcast. I'm your host, Craig Chamberlain. If it's your first time joining me, welcome. Thanks for giving me a shot. You can subscribe to the show on all of the major social networks. That includes Facebook, YouTube, and Rumble. You can also subscribe anywhere podcasts are distributed. That includes Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Wisdom Worth Knowing is brought to you by Audible, where listening is the new reading. Get unlimited access to thousands of audiobooks completely free for 30 days. Sign up right now for this limited time offer at audible.wisdomworthknowing.org. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E.wisdomworthknowing.org. When you have something to say, silence is a lie. Jordan Peterson. You know, sometimes you will occasionally hear a quote or a line that is so incredibly convicting that it transforms your soul or at least starts a process of transforming your soul. It is so sobering, soberingly disturbing for you that it may take days, weeks, months, or even years to fully process the significance of what's being said. It's one of the reasons I love wisdom. It's one of the reasons I've centralized my show around wisdom is because there are moments in my life in which I have come across one sentence and that one sentence has begun a process in me that just completely changed the trajectory of my thinking. And it starts to make sense when people say that things grow like a plant and when you plant seeds, those seeds tend to grow over time. And I genuinely believe wisdom is something that does genuinely kind of cultivate from the ground up. It can take a long time for it to really manifest itself and to bear fruit. Now, the reason I'm bringing all this up is because Jordan Peterson was one of the individuals who says things. I've had many people who've inspired me, you know, to change and to think about things differently. You know, Jesus was obviously one of them, but obviously the, the, the most significant one in my life. But I've had plenty of authors like C.S. Lewis, G.K. Chesterton. Um, uh, there's also other philosophers that are less popular and I didn't necessarily wholly agree with. This includes people like Ayn Rand. It includes um, Dawkins. It includes, and, and I've, I, I generally read from tons of people I disagree with. It's just something I do because I genuinely believe most people have something of value to say. You know, they're worth listening to. And even though you may not agree with the philosophy as a whole, there are components to it that I think are absolutely true in a lot of cases. And, and you begin to understand why people think the way they think a little better as long as you're willing to crawl into their head. Well, the reason I bring that up is because Peterson said something that I, in his book, that I literally took a step back and it was incredibly convicting. And it's on the same vein as this quote. And he said, when you, when you stay silent, when you have something to say, it is the same as not existing. When you stay silent, when there's something to say, it is the same as not existing. Or you extend that, if you don't say 
genuinely what you are feeling and experiencing at that moment, it is the same as not existing. I really want that to marinate a little bit. Marinate or marinate? I think it's marinate. But let it soak in for a little bit. Because I did not realize how dishonest I was being at that moment I heard that quote. I think it was in my, I want to say, late 20s. No, probably my early 30s. And this began a process in me that was really weird. I was like, my goodness, I lie a lot. And I don't just mean in a manner of like, I don't have, I, I, I have bad, I don't mean I'm just being polite. I am not being honest about how I feel with the people around me. I'm trying to be something I'm not. And it really cracked open this awkward part of myself that I was hiding from so many people because I was afraid that if I was honest, that I would be rejected. And that people wouldn't understand what I had to say. And that it would cause conflict and cause strife. And so it was better to just go along to get along than it was to just start being honest about how I felt. In a lot of ways, I thought I needed to be perfect. And so me being honest may wreck the illusion that I'm exactly what they want me to be. And this is stuff I uncovered just from hearing this, this sentence. I'm like, so wait a minute, every time I tell a lie, and I don't mean just stop and think of the right words to communicate. I mean, actually lie. It's the same as me not existing. So let's unpack that a little bit, right? Because when you have something to say, silence is also a lie. And so if we unpack that, you as an individual are a culmination of all of your living experience. In other words, you have experience in your life. You, you grew up in a specific environment, you got a specific education, you have specific hobbies and interests, you have specific ways of expressing art and communicating the things you love. You're an extremely unique individual. Actually, in fact, on a genetic level, you are one of a kind. And on an environmental level, you're one of a kind. Which means that you, as that unique individual, have something of immense value. Just on a human level, out of 7 billion people, there's no one like you. It's a fact, all right? And I'm not just saying this to be a platitude or to make you feel better. I'm just stating a fact. You are a one-of-a-kind human. So when you self-censor and when you change your language and the way you communicate to hide the way you feel at that moment in time, then you are denying your unique existence. That is a terrifying concept to me. <laughs> I don't know if it scares you as much as it scared me. But then it's like, okay, well, what's the alternative? If I start to, to get honest and I start to be truthful, I'm going to hurt people. People are not going to like what I have to say. I may cause conflict. I may wreck their current experience of me because they're so used to me not being honest about how I think and feel. All of those are true. 
but you will start to exist. And here's a crazy thing that starts to happen. And that's really, when, when I talk about this in this episode, I'm extremely passionate about this one because I went through way too long before I started getting honest. I, t- I spent way too much time. Something strange will start to happen. Here's the crazy thing. Human beings have a tremendous capacity to adapt. I know you don't think they do. I know you might be thinking, well, if I'm just honest, then then it'll wreck my relationships. It'll wreck my friendships. Nobody will like me anymore. You will be shocked to discover that you aren't the center of their universe. (laughs) I know. Crazy, right? Crazy concept. But as you begin to express yourself, by the way, you're going to suck at this initially. Because you're going to be like, well, how do I do this? It's like, you just start. And sometimes you just blurt it out. And in the early stages of this, you are going to drive people insane. Especially people who have been around you for a long time, and they are not used to this. And yes, it may wreck some relationships because you may make mistakes and not communicate them effectively or well. But here's the good thing. You'll start getting feedback pretty much immediately. People will start to accuse you of being hostile, being angry, being mean, being jealous, not understanding. You'll get all kinds of data and all kinds of feedback as you begin to tell the truth. And, and you're not a singular creature, right? Like, you, 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 can, you can change the way you do things. Like, believe it or not, you have the ability to learn. And telling the truth is a skill. And we're going to unpack that part of it and developing this skill momentarily. But first, Wisdom Worth Knowing is brought to you by Amazon Audible. If you're like me and you love reading but don't have the time, then audio, audio, Audible audiobooks may be the perfect solution for you. With Audible, listening is the new reading. You can pop in your earbuds and discover that next exciting adventure or expand your knowledge from any PC, Mac, Android, Alexa, or Apple device. And check this out. Because you listen to this show, for a limited time, my listeners get instant access to thousands of audiobooks from Audible's Premium Plus catalog completely free. Just visit audible.wisdomworthknowing.org right now and take advantage of a free 30-day trial. That's right, for 30 days, you'll get full access to Audible's Premium Plus catalog, as well as an additional free title of your choosing. If you discover audiobooks aren't for you, no problem. You can change and cancel instantly online. That's it. It's that simple. Two years ago, audiobooks began to change my life, and they may change yours too. So pause this podcast and head over to Audible. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot wisdomworthknowing.org and sign up for this limited time offer for my listeners. So you will start to accumulate feedback. You may say something absolutely wrong and they'll get mad or hostile. But guess what? People don't stay mad and hostile for very long. You're not that interesting. I hate to say it. You know, and so what happens is as you start to get this feedback, you can develop this skill of telling the truth. And people will adapt to the new you, quote unquote, the new you, which isn't really the new you, by the way. It's the actual you. If we don't tell the truth, 
then we are not existing. When you say something because you feel that that it's up to that point of experience, it's worth saying, then you're communicating your experience up to that point. You may be wrong. People may point out that you're wrong. But guess what? It's better to have said something and discover that you're wrong so that you can grow than it is to stubbornly pack it down into yourself and still believe the delusion that you're right. That is a much better way of living. The first part, not the second. Is beginning to express yourself and your experience, no matter the consequences, so that you can begin to receive real feedback on how you really feel. You will stop growing if you don't do this. I remember when I first started uh, this technique of always telling the truth, which, by the way, is one of uh, one of the rules in Jordan Peterson's 12 Rules for Life. And when I first started practicing this, I got immense backlash. And I was so bad at it that I was literally a jerk because I didn't know any other way to say it. The only way I knew how to be honest was to be mean. It drove my wife insane. But a weird thing happened, too, is actually my wife started to love me more. Because I think she always kind of knew I was not being honest. So even though I was not the best at it initially, and I frustrated the heck out of her, over time, I got better at communicating properly without being a jerk. So in other words, I got better at telling the truth. Because there are better ways to communicate than just blurting out whatever's in your brain. (laughs) But you got to start somewhere, right? But then it actually developed a deeper intimacy because she was able to actually connect with me on a deeper level because guess what? It was actually who I was. I mean, there were areas of my life in which I was honest, but there were so many areas I was not being honest at. And so as you get better at this, you actually start to become a better human because you begin to get real feedback on your experiences and your thoughts because you're putting yourself out there. And I get it. That's scary. But it it gives you opportunities for growth. You know, if you if you walk into that fear and you express yourself and you get slapped down, I don't mean physically, hopefully not physically, but even metaphorically, that creates an opportunity for you to refine what you actually believe. Because rather than it floating around in your mind as some narrow-minded, boxed-in view of the world that you refuse to share with everyone because you're too scared, it becomes more comprehensive. It becomes refined by the people around you. So when I first started doing this, I was basically on a terror. And it's because I, I, I realized... That I had been denying my existence. And there's still areas of my life I really struggle at doing this with. There's things that I know I should be saying in certain circumstances, but I keep avoiding it. Because I don't want to hurt other people. I don't want to bring up the uncomfortable reality of situations. I don't want to point out stuff that may may hurt others. And I don't mean be hurtful. I meant may harm them. And and that's good, right? I've got a conscience at least. (laughs) I do... I do still care what people think, 
not because it affects my self-esteem, but because I care about them. But to a point, the best thing we can do for others is to be honest with them. You may be the only person they ever encounter who is nice enough to tell them the truth, who loves them enough to tell the truth. I've actually had to tell people this a lot over the past three years. You know, since I began this process of telling the truth. It's like, are we really loving? Are you really loving somebody well if you're lying to them about their situation? Is that love? Is avoiding the fact that they're making terrible decisions and then just co-signing whatever nonsense that they're doing at the moment, is that really loving them? If you were making terrible decisions... And somebody asked you what your thoughts were on it, which, by the way, is one of the essential components of this. Don't just walk around and start hammering people with the truth. That's not how this works. But when you're in an honest conversation with somebody and they want your genuine feedback, do you love them enough to be honest? Do you honestly think you're helping them by lying and telling them, oh, everything's fine. Everything's great. You're doing wonderful in this area that you're asking me about. If people's lives are falling apart because they're making poor decisions, are you really helping them by continuing to co-sign it and say, oh, you'll be fine? Yeah, sometimes you got to be the bad guy. Sometimes you got to be the guy in the room who goes, hey, stop it. That's not good for you. Or, you know, obviously, if they're your kids, you want to do that regularly, whether they ask for your feedback or not, because believe it or not, you are wiser than them. You've been on the planet longer than they have. So there's that. But if you've got a friend or a loved one who's asking you, is like, hey, do you think I drink too much? And maybe they do drink too much. Do you instantly go to the, oh, no, you're fine. Yeah, you're good. You're good. You're good. Or do you just say, yeah, yeah, you kind of do. You should, you should work on that. You're not, and I'm not judging you. I'm just saying, yeah, you, you probably should be careful. Addiction runs in your family or you're hurting yourself or you've got children to think about or you maybe find yourself in a drunk driving situation, whatever it might be. It's not just drinking. I'm not trying to pick on drinking. But, but this becoming honest thing is, is a process. And, you know, and it's something we have to develop. And what is amazing about this is the people around you may initially freak out. But the second thing that will happen is they will either just throw you away because there'll be friends that just blow you off and say, fine, whatever. I don't want to be around that jerk anyway. But guess what? They never knew who you were. You were lying to them. Can you blame them for being angry and resentful toward you? Secondarily, Maybe they weren't really your friend to begin with. Maybe they only kept you around because you would co-sign their crap, their bull crap. Maybe they only kept you around because you were an enabler and they only have interest in being surrounded by people who approve of their bad behaviors. And the minute you stopped becoming that person, they're like, well, hang out with that guy anymore i'm gonna have to get a new friend goes to show you how valuable you were in that relationship 
A lot of these problems literally start to solve themselves when you just start getting honest. When you're honest with people about your experience and you start telling them the truth, it is a massive filtering system. Most people might not even want to be around you. Most probably, most people probably won't want to be around you. I joke with my friends all the time about this. It's like, I'm not fun. They disagree with me, but I'm like, I feel like I'm not fun to be around. Because when somebody says something that isn't a joke, they're being serious, and they say something that is not super wise, I tell them how I feel about that. I'm just honest with them about it. And I'm not a jerk about it. I'm just honest. Because I've learned that the other way is is not good. And what's funny is they're like, no, it you're I like that about you. And so I'm like, well, I'm grateful. I have friends that like that about me. But it, you can feel like you're not super fun to be around sometimes because, well, you're honest. And <laughs> some people like to stew in their own stupidity and they don't want to be around somebody who's honest. Actually, most people are this way. I'm this way sometimes. So I get it. Which brings me to the second part, like understanding that this is a narrow road and not many people travel it, this road of honesty, that you are going to, you are going to have less friends overall, but the friendships that you do develop are going to be that cross section of experience that develops these really deep and intimate friendships and relationships. Because what you're going to be left with after the filtering system runs its course, and it will run its course, what you're going to be left with is a group of people who know and appreciate you for who you are. And hopefully you will have become a better communicator and you just become better at existing. And isn't that the goal, right? It's incredibly therapeutic. So I guess there is some truth to this idea that the truth shall set you free. Because if you're like me and you spent that huge chunk of your youth lying because you wanted to save face or you didn't want to hurt people's feelings or you didn't want to be politically incorrect... If you're like me and you you avoided all of that, then you've never taken, you've never experienced the liberty with being yourself. And I encourage you to try that. To really, really start paying attention to whether or not you're being honest with people. Because it is incredibly liberating. Will you have, will you be super popular? Probably not. Heck, even this podcast is, I doubt it'll ever be massively successful for that reason. I'm not talking about fun things. You know, I easily could have created a podcast where <clears throat> all I did was tell people how to have good feelings. And I could have uh, pandered to the cultural winds of the moment. And told people that, oh, everything you're feeling is truth. Because you feel it. Chase your feelings. 
And anybody who disagrees with you is wrong because your feelings are number one priority. You know, I could really have pandered to this narcissistic culture we're in, and I could be the guy who helps insulate people, insulate people from the reality of existence. I could do all that, and I could become wildly popular doing it. But I would be lying. I would be lying. The truth is, is we all have work to do. And life is hard. Life is suffering. We all have hardships. Hard times are coming. So we need to sharpen ourselves so that we're ready for that battle. <clears throat> and if you were listening to this podcast in the hopes that I would at some point come around to making you feel better about yourself and stroking your ego and self-esteem, you're probably at the wrong place. And I'm not doing this because I want to be a jerk. I'm doing it because when I was insulated from reality and from truth, you know, in my youth or whatever, or just in self-denial because I only surrounded myself with people who agreed with me, I was incredibly weak. Anytime something threatened my worldview, I had panic attacks, I had anxiety attacks, my whole life would fall apart around me. Yes, it sucks not being the fun guy at the party all the time anymore, right? Because, because the weight of reality has kind of set in as I become more of an adult. But I can love people better and I can deal with reality better. And that came at a cost. I don't, I, I can't be blissfully ignorant anymore. You know, the ignorance is bliss. I, I, I lost that bliss of ignorance. But there is a deep joy in my life. I don't want people to think I'm walking around depressed and sad all the time. There is an immense joy. And I, I have more confidence. Because the, the tools like telling the truth... And as I started to tell the truth and get feedback and refined my way of viewing the world, it gave me emotional and spiritual tools for dealing with reality, not avoiding it. For facing the hardships, facing the sadness, facing the depression, facing death, facing the end of a relationship or an end of a friendship or the collapsing of an economy, whatever it might be. It's a better way. Because it makes us stronger people. And we need to be strong. Our children need us to be strong. Our children's children need us to be strong. Our friends and family need us to be strong. But it can't be this fake strength of superficial dishonesty. We have to start getting honest. So that we can cope with, we can begin to develop the tools for coping with reality. And one final note I want to throw out here is on this quote, it says, when you have something to say, silence is a lie. That first part where it's a precursor of having something to say. In other words, if something wells up enough within you, when somebody's doing something or being something that is like a violation of your experience in reality, you actually think it's a problem, then you do have an obligation to speak up. If somebody's, you catch somebody stealing 
for example, at work, or if you, you catch somebody committing adultery or whatever, you have, and you feel that deep within, you have a responsibility of being honest. Silence is a lie. But sometimes it is wise to be silenced. And finding that balance between knowing when to not say something and when to say something, well, that just comes with experience. Sometimes it's appropriate to be silent, not because you're lying, but because you need to allow people the proper space so that they can grow. You need to allow them the opportunity to learn their own lessons. And really, you can only do, you can only be super effective in helping people if they invite you in, in some way. Unless, of course, what they're doing is violating you in some way. So like I said, it's complicated. But you'll get better at navigating these issues as you get honest and you start to learn that, oh, wow, that probably wasn't the best tact. Tact is that word of saying things properly at the right time or doing things at the right time because timing is everything. So, yeah, you'll start to develop that balance of when it's appropriate to say something and when it's appropriate to be silence. silent. So. This is the Wisdom Worth Knowing podcast. I'm your host, Craig Chamberlain. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Before you go, please like, share, and subscribe on your favorite social network. Also, leave a five-star review where all major podcasts are distributed, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Wisdom Worth Knowing is brought to you by Audible, where listening is the new reading. Get unlimited access to thousands of audiobooks completely free for 30 days. Sign up right now for that limited-time offer at audible.wisdomworthknowing.org. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E.wisdomworthknowing.org. When you have something to say, silence is a lie. Also, not telling the truth is the same as not existing. Jordan Peterson. So let's work on being the best version of ourselves we can for today, because as always, that is all we can do. Have a good day.